Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stishon, and once again, I'm bringing you another one of the scariest, creepiest, and most skin-crawling tales of terror that the golden age of radio had to offer. For this episode, we are heading back to the series that kicked off this whole podcast and the very first radio horror series on record, The Witch's Tale. Today, the cast of Katie Vaughn, Ian Gears, Doug Shapiro, and myself reincarnate The Devil Doctor, which originally aired on January 8th, 1934. So turn off the lights, gather round, and if you get scared, just remember, these tales scared your grandpappy first, and enjoy the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. and sweet 16-year-old I be today. Yes, sir. A hundred and sweet 16-year-old. <laughs> Satan, now that you and I have had our customary sweet evening walk through the sweet, cheerful graveyard, we're all set to tell folks our customary sweet bedtime story. <laughs> Now, tell these folks to douse their lights, and we'll get right down to business. <laughs> That's it. Make it nice and dark. Draw up to the fire. Gaze into the embers. Gaze into them deep, and soon you'll see inside a big old handsome house in little old Merry England. There begins our story we call the Devil Doctor. <laughs> Dad? Oh, Dad? Yes? Will you and Stanley come in? Mr. Roberts is here. Be with you in a minute. It's awfully good of you to come over, Mr. Roberts. Not at all, Miss Douglas. Before I had received your father's message asking me to call, I had already determined to drop in and bid you welcome to Hartley Manor. It's a very trivial matter Dad wishes to see you about. Won't you sit down? Uh, Thank you. I suppose you're very happy to finally be in your new home. I'm sure we will be, but we've hardly had time to become acquainted with it. I see the decorators have had uh, quite a few changes. Yes. Dad bought this delightful place because it was so old and rich in tradition, then immediately decided to modernize it. I'm sure you don't approve. I must confess to a slight dismay. That will be the reaction of our other neighbors, I imagine. They undoubtedly consider it bad enough that Americans have to live in this historic landmark. I hope the liberties Dad is taking with it don't add to their resentment. I'd like to be around when they resent it. Dad, I didn't hear you and Stanley come in. This is the Reverend, Mr. Roberts. How are you? Glad you could come over. Thank you, Mr. Douglas. You know, this girl of mine egged me into buying this place, but ever since I plant down a cool half million for it, she's been picking apart the improvements I've made. If you wouldn't try to change things too much, Dad... Change is what makes the world go around. Oh, excuse me, you haven't met my future son-in-law, Stanley Davis. Stan, 
This is Mr. Roberts, head man at the local church. How do you do? Sit down, everybody, sit down. Now, before wasting any time on small talk, Roberts, I'm going to tell you why I sent you that message to come over here. Good. When I pay for anything, I expect my money's worth, and I paid for something in this house that isn't here. I, um... The solicitors told Dad that as you were extremely familiar with the history of this house, you might help him in his search. Search? Search for what? An ancestor. An ancestor? Yeah. I've been cheated. I was told in the art gallery there were 106 life-size oil paintings of the de Casseract family, whose estate this used to be. But there is only 105, which makes one ancestor missing. I see. <laughs> the 106th portrait isn't really missing, Mr. Douglas. It is hidden behind a secret panel in this room. A secret panel? What's the idea of hiding my picture there? It was hidden over 300 years ago, Mr. Douglas, just after its subject died. Why? Because Burton de Casseract, whose likeness it is, had placed a horrible blot on his noble family name. He was one of the most infamous monsters that ever lived. What did he do? Allow me to show you his hidden portrait first. It will make the story more believable. The country people hereabout call him the Devil Doctor. The Devil Doctor? Yes. Let me see. The spring is hidden somewhere in the beaded moulding on the side. Ah, found it. Oh, good lord. I'll be. The hundred and sixth portrait is rather startling, isn't it? For a moment, it seemed like he walked right out of the canvas. Darned if I didn't have the same feeling. I'm glad he's painted there. I've never seen such an evil face. All except the eyes. They're as dead and emotionless as a fish. Yes, but that only adds to his frightful ugliness. Please close the panel again, Mr. Roberts. Well, I don't know anything about art, but whoever painted that knew his business. It is generally believed in this neighborhood the artist was Lucifer himself. You mean the devil? <laughs> That's a new one. According to tradition, that is not only a portrait, it is a second body that Burton de Casseract will return to and wear one day if he is able. Second body? Well, the evil Burton de Casseract was an alchemist. A delver in black magic, and above all, a Satanist! You mean... Instead of God, he worshipped the Prince of Darkness. And in a certain vault below this house was often celebrated the most infamous of ceremonies, the Black Mass. I've heard of it. So have I. It's a horrible perversion of the true Mass, and it's often in honor of the devil. Say, are you kidding me? Unfortunately, Mr. Douglas, we are stating an awful truth. Burton was finally accused of witchcraft and arrested. In the vault I have alluded to, an unholy altar was found, and hideous parodies of sacred images and vessels, and in the pit beneath the stone floor were discovered the bones of nearly a hundred human beings. Oh! He was executed, of course. No. 
He cheated the noble's punishment by committing suicide. Then, according to the story, the people who had so long feared him rose in arms and demanded his body. They wished to burn it, fire being considered the only way to completely destroy an evil spirit. His relatives smuggled his remains from prison and buried them here. A bishop of the church attended and sealed each corner of his tomb with a holy cross. Well, if that isn't the craziest thing I've ever heard of. It happened three hundred years ago, Mr. Douglas, in a very superstitious age. Say, where is that vault where the old boy did his dirty work? Below the east turret. East? That direction? Yes. Burton's heir had the chamber bricked up, and so it has remained until this day. Until yesterday, you mean? I, I, I beg your pardon? Well, I told you I was going to change things here. I went down in the cellar yesterday, saw that bricked-up doorway, and had the decorator's men tear it out and use the room to store their packing cases. That vault is open? I just told you, the decorator's men opened it. They are from London and unfamiliar with the story. Mr. Douglas, if this became known around here, half this countryside would be thrown into a panic. You mean? I mean the legend of the Devil Doctor is a living truth to the people of this region. I beg you, have that door resealed at once. But why? I told you their belief about that portrait. You mean that old Burton will return to life? If he is able, and have rendered his spirit a service by unbarring the way to this tomb. For below the vault where he buried his victims, Burton himself was buried. His body is in that room? Buried in solid masonry. Oh, I want to see it. Now that I know what it all means, I'd like another look myself. Yes. I would like to see it, too. Come on. The stairs are just down this hall. You don't have to tell Mr. Roberts, Dad. He knows this house better than any of us. Yeah, I'm afraid I do. And that's the reason, Mr. Douglas, I request you seal that vault again. Say, if you weren't a preacher, I'd say you take this stuff about the devil, Doctor, pretty seriously. As a preacher, I accept the Bible as the word of God, and the whole of it bears many testimonies that evil powers exist that are dangerous to men. Yeah. Hmm. Well, here's the cellar door. Say, help Edith down these steps, Stanley. They're pretty steep and carpeted with dust. You see how useless it is any attempt to convince my father of anything, Mr. Roberts. He won't even believe the man I'm going to marry will assist me downstairs unless he's told. Speaking of convincing me, no one will ever make me believe there is any truth in superstition. The vault's over this way. I haven't been down here before. Neither have I. And after hearing Mr. Roberts' story, I shan't make a habit of it. Mr. Roberts, since it's believed that the portrait is a creation of infernal magic, why was it never destroyed? Because there is a further tradition that whoever harms it will be destroyed themselves. Rot. There's a vault just ahead. Your men didn't break the door? It wasn't necessary. When they tore out the bricks that covered it, the door was standing open. Open? Yeah. Strange. In the ancient record, it said all was closed and locked. Yes. 
Well, mind these packing cases. As you come in, you're liable to snag your clothes on a bent nail. And the shavings are strewn everywhere. I saw the crosses about there, where that big crate is standing now. Come on, Stan. We will push it out of the way. Yes, sir. Ready? Yep. Let's go. Come on. Let's push. This box must weigh a ton. Yeah. Edith's concert grand piano was crated in it. This would be the crate we had to move. I see a metal crucifix. Yes, connecting slab and floor. Where are the others? One should be right here if they were placed at all four corners. But there isn't one there. There are none on these sides either. They were there yesterday. Dad, you and Stan tore them away with that heavy case. I guess you're right. <laughs> Mr. Roberts, if the old devil doctor is half the man you say, he should jump right up and dance now with only one cross to hold him down. Ah! Edith! What's the matter? This slab just moved. Moved? I felt it under my hand. Ah, quit your kidding. I'm not. Feel the edges of this slab. What about them? Lord, I see what you mean. Dad, they're an inch above the floor. You're crazy. They're absolutely level with it. Feel here, Mr. Douglas. Now your hand is safe beside the one remaining cross. That's funny. Yes, it is. None of you are chump enough to think this slab has risen since we pulled those crosses off. I felt it move. Imagination. It's probably always been like this. It couldn't have been, sir. If it hadn't been raised like this before, its sharp edge would have caught the cleats in the piano case. We... we couldn't have pushed it a foot. Uh, Mr. Douglas, you may think me a credulous old fool, but I beg you, have those crosses found and replaced immediately. Then have this vault resealed. I will do nothing of the kind. Dad, for once in your life, give in to someone else. When we first entered this vault, I found the story of the Devil Doctor as fantastic as you still do. But since you moved that case, I... There is something awful here, which is making me afraid. Well, I'm not afraid to admit I feel the same way. It's as though we four are not alone in this vault. It's as though something repulsive and deadly is in here with us. There is an unseen presence here. Can't you sense it, Mr. Douglas? No. And when I prove all this is bunk, you won't sense it either. Wait until I find a tool of some kind. Huh, this loose board will do? What are you going to do with that board? Bring you to your senses and smash a crazy old legend. He means to break that sealed cross! Dad! Stop him! I thought a good solid whack would do it. You've broken the crucifix. The tomb is no longer sealed. And not a thing has happened. You thought that slab would fly up and hit the ceiling, I suppose? And the old gentleman below would appear in a burst of flame? <laughs> I told you. I would bring change around here. By the way, you'll have to change a good story now. The crucifix is broken, and not a thing has happened. What's that? What? Someone is laughing. From this vault. No, it comes from underneath. The slab. One side is slowly rising. Good lord. Something is pushing it up. Ah! A 
skeleton wrapped in crumbling shrouds. It's rising from that tomb. Run, Edith, run! Yes, yes! To the stairs! The stairs! God forgive me, what have I done? What have I done? Edith, darling, you must pull yourself together. We're safe now. That cellar door is locked and barred and we're double locked inside this room. If we did see a thing, which all common sense denies, it can't get at us here. Do you doubt the evidence of your eyes? And do you think your locked doors will stop that spiteful thing from going where it wishes? That hideous nightmare you delivered from its tomb! <laughs> That's just what it was. A nightmare. It couldn't have been real. It's too impossible. So one might say who for the first time saw a boa constrictor. That's a natural thing. Whatever is, is natural. We know this thing exists. I can still see the awful horror of its fleshless bones. Its crumbling shrouds. Edith, darling. I still hear its frightful laughter. Smell its sickening odor of decay and moldy death. Edith, you've got to snap out of this. If you'd had only let us leave this house as the servants did when we ran screaming from that cellar, if only you hadn't have insisted that we stay here. I didn't ask any of you to stay here. I said I wouldn't run away like a panic-stricken fool. You knew we wouldn't go and leave you here. And now night has come. And darkness. Listen here. We've got to look at this like sensible human beings instead of like superstitious children. So you said when you broke that crucifix upon that tomb. And I still think I was right. I don't deny I've been as scared as the rest of you, but I didn't reach the distance I have in life by being a credulous fool. You can't deny the evidence of all our senses. No, but I can find the explanation to the way that they were tricked. What do you mean, sir? When I heard Edith telling you this afternoon that folks around here resented us living in this old house, I think she called the turn on everything that's happened. Mr. Douglas! And you, Roberts, were party to the plan. Aye, sir. Father? He came here with his talk of the devil, Doctor, didn't he? He showed us that picture, told us about the vault, and got us so steamed up we went down to see that tomb. You seriously believe that? Yes. Mr. Roberts is a clergyman. Which makes his skullduggery ten times worse. I believe you're right, sir. Stanley! Mr. Davis! That explains the thing on natural grounds. You, you think- I think that the ghost we saw was nothing but a man. You're mad! No, that vault was dark. We could see objects and nothing more. A man was concealed in that tomb, nothing more. It was his laughter we heard. The slab was so prepared that he could lift it from below. Then, dressed in one of those skeleton suits, he appeared to scare the living daylights out of us. You forgot it was you who opened the vault, you who broke the seals upon that tomb. Details. If I hadn't played into your hands, you'd have found another way. Miss Douglas... You, you don't. Yes. I agree with Dad and Stanley, Mr. Roberts. 
How could you do such an awful thing to us? On my solemn word of honor, I swear you are mistaken. You've done enough. Don't make it worse with lies. Your plan has failed, Mr. Roberts. Go tell the others who don't want John Douglas as a neighbor that he don't scare. Stanley. Dad. And now it's in the hall. Outside this room. <laughs> yes. The laugh who doesn't know his little farce has been played out, but he soon will know. Don't open that door! Come on, Stan. Let's find this laughing skeleton. Don't go out there! Stan, turn on these hall lights so he don't slip by us in the dark. Gentlemen, I beg you! Why don't you shut up? Stan, which way do you think that laughter went? That way. Towards the drawing room. Come on! Dad! Stanley, wait! Look! That cellar door! Still locked and bolted as we left it. So the laughing skeleton came up some other way. There is no other way out of these cellars. And you can see no normal creature has entered through that door. Yet we heard it laugh. From where we're standing now. That doesn't mean a thing. Come on. Wait, sir. Perhaps my imagination is playing tricks with me, but there's a particular odor in this hall. I smell it, too. It's an odor of decay and mold and... And death. By everything that's holy, I beg you, leave this house. Dad, look there. Lord, upon this floor. Trail of mold. Oh, a piece of cloth. It's a fragment of the shroud that figure wore. Look, as I touch it, it crumbles into dust. It's all a trick. But tricks don't fool me any longer. again. It's in the drawing room. Where the devil doctor's portrait hangs. What do you mean? I told you the legend of that picture. <laughs> the laugh has changed. It's become stronger. Almost human. It's altogether human. Human enough to be punched in the jaw. And that is what it's going to get. Mr. Douglas, wait. After him. Don't let him go into that room alone. He's playing with fire. Fire that will consume us all. He disappeared through that dark doorway. Quick! Mr. Douglas? Where are you? By the window. He's not going to slide by me. You stand by the door, Stan, and turn on the light. I got it. Well, there's no one in the room. <gasps> that panel. It's open, as I feared. Oh, but the portrait is there, thank heaven. Well, did you expect to find it gone? It's changed. Those eyes we thought so dead this afternoon now shine with life. They look alive. Another trick. No, Lord, help us. The devil doctor lives. <laughs> the laughter is coming from that picture. That portrait stepping from its frame. The light. Who put out the lights? Edith, where are you? I can't see a thing in this darkness. Edith! Edith! He's got me! Help! 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 Edith! He's taking her away! Where? I can't see her. <laughs> the laugh's going towards the cellar door. That leads to the vault, to the room of the devil's mass! 
Which way is it, Stan? Oh, where is that vault? I'm as completely lost as you are. Old Roberts was right. We should have waited for a lantern before coming down into this cellar. That would have taken time, and that devil has my Edith. Oh, God forgive me. Mr. Douglas? It's Roberts. Over to him. Quick. We're coming, Roberts. You still think he tricked us? Not anymore. No trick could have brought that creature from the frame, and we saw it happen. Roberts, quick! Lead us to that vault! It's at the far end. This old lantern doesn't give much light, but it was the only one I could find. It's enough. You've heard nothing further. No. The laughter stopped, and so have Edith's cries. She's fainted, I suppose. My daughter. Oh, God forgive me. Here's the vault! The door's closed. I'll soon... Oh, it's barred inside. Help me, Stan. That door is solid oak sheathed in iron. You'll never break it that way. It doesn't even budge. What are we going to do? That heavy beam lying over there. We'll use it as a battering ram. Wait! Listen. A voice inside. It's chanting something. Yes. The Black Mass. The Black Mass. In honor of Lucifer, the devil doctor is about to offer up a sacrifice. Edith. My girl. You've got to break into that door quick. Yeah, got to. Got to. Stan, that ram. With everything we've got. It doesn't even give. Again. Oh, what's that devil saying? This monstrous ritual nears the time of offering. Ram it! The door won't give! When it does, how are we going to stop that thing inside? A thing that's neither the living nor the dead. In faith, there is a way. Break down that door! Father, help thee to be strong. Give thy servant faith and help him banish fear! I felt it give that time. The voice inside's mounting. Yes, it's awful prayer to evil. Break that door or we should be too late. Father, give thy servants faith. Help him banish fear. We've got to break it down. It gave then. It splintered. Again, with all you've got. We've crashed it. Come on. Help. Oh, help. She's alive, lying on that slab. The devil's altar! <laughs> you said you had a way to stop him. By the power of the cross, the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, I bid you! <laughs> he only laughs. He holds a knife above my daughter. My fear is stronger than my faith, O oh, Father, help me! Tuatras mundi, tuatras gloria. Help! He's going to strike! No, not my child! No, no! He's covered her body with his own! Ah! The knife is buried in his back! Oh! The devil doctor! He's raising the knife again! By thy father's love has shown my faith the way to banish fear! In the name of the one God I bid you, may once have been called de Cassaract to the hell from whence thou came. He retreats. 
In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Dad. Dad? He's covered with blood. Take Edith away from this vault, away from that fiend of hell. He can't hurt us now. He's backing toward his tomb. Or another fool like me will bring it back someday. I've heard fire will destroy a thing like that. Forever. Give me your lantern, Roberts. Those shavings will burn. They've caught fire. Yes. Between the devil and the only door. He's not laughing now. He knows there is no escape. Run, all of you. In a moment, this place will become a furnace. Yeah, run. Stan, Dad's fallen. Roberts, help me lift him up. Get him out of here. We'll all be burned to cinders. Lift. Save my girl, Stanley. Get her out of this. Never mind me. We are safe from the devil, Doctor. He is surrounded by fire. But not yet safe from the fire ourselves. If only we could get Mr. Douglas to the door. Help Edith pull. It is the will of God that he will so perish. Let the fire consume him utterly, oh Lord. Thank God, the door. At last. Come on, Mr. Douglas, just a little effort. That's it. Shut the door, for God's sake. His cries curdle my blood. Come to the aid of thy servant. Come, aid me. Thank God this is over. Daddy? Daddy, you... you... I'm not a corpse yet. But then I was born lucky. Reckon my idea of change has worked after all. Your craving for change awakened the almost unimaginable. But it has been a means of removing the baneful and evil spirit of hell which for so long has menaced this house. It is over. Satan, we also brings our story to an end. <laughs> now we'll go find ourselves a nice graveyard and the inspiration for another pretty bedtime yarn to spin these folks next time. <laughs> And that concludes our reincarnation of The Devil Doctor from Witch's Tale and another episode of the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. I'd like to thank my cast for helping me bring the script back to life. And new episodes of the Reincarnated Radio Podcast are released every Thursday and can be found on Podbean, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and YouTube. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. Hopefully we raised a hair or two. But for now, 
That's it for me, Dave Stishon, and the rest of us at the Reincarnated Radio Podcast, where we scared your grandpappy first. <laughs>